Let's do it. On a little bit of a time crunch again, although I think that makes me better because I feel I have to be more precise, can't do all the pauses, can't think too much. I like to credit myself as a thinker sometimes. Sometimes thinking too much is a bad thing. Thinking not enough is also a bad thing. It's about balance, but let's get into it. Yo, 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 welcome to Living for a Living, episode number 80. Living for a Living, baby, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, big 8-0. Got the hat, new hat in, got some new merch rocking, got the shirt right here, the tripping shirt. Check it all out on the website, livingforaliving.live. Please, again, I'm getting close to that 3,000 subscribers. You could do that. That'd be appreciative. Hit the thumbs up, all that bullshit. I'd really appreciate it. And, yeah. I just came back. Had to do a little grocery shopping today. I like to. I normally am like a routine guy and like grocery shop on a Sunday and a Wednesday or something. But then sometimes you get thrown off the routine. And so today I had to go grocery shopping simply out of necessity. But man, people here at the grocery stores are so nice. I mean, like the workers. You just, you're walking down aisles, people are stocking shelves, saying hi, saying welcome. And I'm just not used to that. And maybe it's because I was in Czech Republic before I moved here, where customer service in Czech Republic is probably the worst of anywhere I've ever lived. So like just a common, like a smile feels like a lot here, but man, I don't know. And then I was talking to the cashier as I went out, said, how are you doing? He said, oh, okay. How are you doing? I said, I'm wonderful, man. And he, oh, wonderful. I said, yeah, bro. He said, oh, okay. He said, well, I'm off in an hour. And then I got eight days break. And I said, hey, man, you might be doing pretty wonderful yourself. And it just, it made me think about how the, I feel really fortunate that I have practice coming up tonight. That's why I'm on the time crunch. And I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to going to work, quote unquote. And when my season ends, I guess I'm excited. I'm not excited for the season to end. I'm excited for the off season with the van life. But normally that's not the case. I'm normally not really excited for the season to end, you know. And it just made me realize how kind of different it is for a lot of people and ultimately made me grateful. And so I just wanted to share that and, you know, I know we can't all be in positions to like always love what we're doing, but man, we can at least be thinking about it, plotting towards it. You know, who knows what that dude's story was. Maybe he's in school. Maybe he's got, maybe that's his normal job, but he's still super friendly. I guess that's what living wages do in a good country. But yeah, I don't know. Just a quick little ramble to start it off here. Sorry if you can hear the fan in the background right now. I got the fan off camera just kind of blowing on me because by the weather, the hot weather is back. It's like 80, 85 today. 
probably about that same temperature in my apartment right now, but I'm not going to complain because it feels good. I'm looking forward for a little swim tomorrow, maybe tonight. We'll see. It's actually starting to get dark now, though, which is a bit depressing, but also kind of nice. But it's scary to think the winter is coming. But man, summer in Finland is something else. And I've noticed that Kuopio, from what I hear from Finnish people that are from all over, they say Kuopio is one of the best summer cities. But no matter who you talk to and about what city you talk about, literally every person will always say, oh, well, it's, it's a summer city. Like literally every city in Finland is a summer city, which makes sense because shit, it, the vibe, I I can really only speak for Kuopio from December to July is literal night and day difference. So, but uh, it just makes me laugh when, yeah, yeah, no, it's a, it's a summer city. It's like, yeah, no shit, bro. It's not a winter city. We get that. We get that. But I'm hoping I'm hoping that this weather will stay for one more week cuz after this weekend I'll get into the game coming up, but next weekend we have a bye week and that's the park party baby. Still haven't announced exactly where it is. If you watch on TikTok lives, you know where it's at. But I'm going to kind of keep that under wraps because I don't want to... I've, I've heard the like Finnish laws is like it can't be like something like officially announced or something. So it's got to kind of... We're just all going to randomly, by chance, show up at the same place with some drinks and some music and some good vibes. But I do possibly need some help. So, I mean, I guess I'm doing this for TikTok, but I don't have a speaker situation completely figured out yet. The electricity situation I've got slowly figured it out, but possibly I might need some speakers and a table. If anybody who's planning on coming could maybe hook that up and maybe even like one of those little like tent kind of things. I don't know if that's asking too much. I just got the vision in my head right now. And I feel like the power of social media, we can be social and get some of those things happening. So if if you could help me out with that, let me know. I'd be super appreciative for that. It's also that weekend, there's going to be some kind of like sports festival or something going on here in Kuopio. Big summer town, you know. So the website says there will be like 30, 40,000 extra people in the city than there normally is. So this thing's kind of brewing to be possibly pretty fucking cool. And where the beach volleyball area will be, I'm assuming, I don't know, I'm, yeah, it has to be, will be pretty close to where we'll set up, set up shop for the old kickback. So... I'm hopeful. This shit could be pretty cool. It's just something to do. Just something's got to happen. That's what uh, (laughs) I was driving back. This is like three months ago. 
with my coaches after practice and we're talking and we drive by this one place on the highway and they say, oh yeah, a bus crashed there with like a bunch of senior citizens and a couple died a few years back. Like almost excited about it. And I was like, why are you telling that story with a smile on your face? And they're like, oh, we could drive by, we'll drive by there next time. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because something happened. <laughs> like, something doesn't happen a lot in Finland, especially not in Helsinki. So anytime something happens, people are into it. And so that's, I've, I've realized out here, man, I'm just trying to make something happen. You feel me? So I think this, this upcoming weekend or in two weeks could, could be the start to something, something happening. But yeah, like I said, this, uh, well, no, first we had our last game on Saturday here in Quopio. We won 31 to 13 versus a pretty solid squad. The Crocodiles was our second time playing them. I don't feel like, well, we ran the ball really well. Ant had a fucking awesome game. Throwing the ball-wise, we didn't have a great game. I didn't feel like we had a bad game. We didn't have a ton of attempts. I think only 16 attempts, 15, 16 attempts. So we just got to be good on third down, make things happen. And when Ant's busting out 40-yard runs every seven plays, what to complain about and then our defense balls out although we just we missed a couple opportunities in the passing game a couple drops couple couple bad throws by myself and it is what it it could have been you know it's it's always you look back and you think shit it could have been 38 45 whatever but a w is a w we're five and oh you got to go one and oh this week again and we're playing the perennial powers of Finland, uh, the Helsinki Roosters in Helsinki. And that game is on Friday, which is our first Friday game of the year. Kind of switched our schedule up during the week. And it's, it's weird once you get in season, though. It's just like, okay, it's either a practice day or it's an off day or it's a game day. And you don't really think too much else besides that. And so it's felt a little bit different because we got practice tonight on Tuesday night rather than Wednesday night. And then we'll have it Thursday rather than Friday. Then we play Friday instead of Saturday. But it's all pretty much the same. But I'm excited for that game. It's, they're also undefeated. They're 5-0 and as well. They had a bye week last week to kind of get to prepare a little bit for us. And, yeah, I think it should be a, a good game. They're like the other team that seems to be coached well. And so you can like expect them to do their job well and all those kind of things. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, oh, first, before I guess I get into that, after the game, as I've said on the podcast before, we have some fun out here in Quopio with the Steelers. And I used to, in before my career, you know, I would, I'd never really celebrated too much after games. 
I mean, I guess I was normally always just like getting high, but I just never was like, oh, it's just a win. You know, it's just, it's just, a, it's not like a big win. It's not anything to, it's just a win. And to a degree that's true, but with football, it's different because you don't get to play all the time. You know, you get 10 games a year, God forbid, as long as fucking COVID doesn't happen. And that's all you, then you got to chill for another five months, six months before you get to play another game. And so, especially now as I'm getting older and knowing like, well, the end of my career is getting closer, even though I don't think it's too close in the big picture. It's just like, hey, dude, you're not going to get to do this forever. And going out with the boys after a win is a fun fucking time. And as I said, we have fun. And so we, man, we took over the Albatrossi karaoke. And it's it's funny to see, like, I didn't expect it to be the way it is because we have... Let's see. We had like seven or eight of our import teammates there, two or three of the Finnish guys. We had two of our coaches out with us who have never partied with them before. That was hilarious. But a majority of the you know group, the ten of us players or so, uh, like what Jeff, all the French dudes, all the American guys, Simi. It's like most of them are black dudes. And so it started, we were doing some rap songs on karaoke. And then <laughs> Jeff, my fucking guy, <laughs> moves into Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlson, the song from White Chicks. And with like a total boy band behind him on stage. And bro... That might have been my highlight of the night. Seeing that and just seeing people let loose and enjoy themselves. Oh, it, that was that was awesome. We'll see what happens this week after the game in old Helsinki. We got our game Friday night. And then a couple of us are going to stay for the weekend. So, hey, if you're in Helsinki, say what's up. We'll be out. Don't be scared. If you're scared, go to church. And we'll have a good old time for the weekend, hopefully. I'm excited to see Helsinki. Man, it's been... After going to Tampere, Tampere is like the second or third biggest city here in Finland. Um, I thought, damn, Helsinki's probably pretty dope. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah, this might be a short episode, not going to lie. I'm flying through this stuff, like I said, on the time crunch, so I feel like bam, bam, bam. But, uh, you know, this, I think, you know, I'd been kind of teasing a conspiracy episode for many, many weeks, and I think this one might be the one, and not even really conspiracy. Like, all of this shit is real life but to a person who watches the news 24 7 
what I'm saying is conspiracy. And I tweeted the other day, I think I've said it on here at one point that I, I, I watch the Netflix series Black Mirror, not for entertainment anymore. I watch that specifically as like a future documentary because the amount of things that are in that that have in one way, shape or form already like started to happen or, you know, you can see happening is wild. And like this first one. They got the Chinese Communist Party social credit system. Everywhere she goes, Ouyang Haoyu is followed. What she buys, how she behaves, is tracked and scored to show how responsible and trustworthy she is. It's called the social credit system, and in one version now being tested, a person's reputation is scored on a scale of 350 to 950. And Haoyu, with a good score of 752, is okay with it. In fact, most people are. It's a mechanism like uh, pushes you to become a better citizen. It's big data meets big brother, expanding how the government monitors, understands, and ultimately controls its 1.4 billion citizens. Thanks to advances in artificial intelligence and facial recognition, and a web of more than 200 million surveillance cameras. Are people bothered by privacy concerns? We think uh, a lot of camera keep the safety is really good. We can accept it. Companies are experimenting with the algorithms to help the government create the new national social credit system. The government also has pilot projects. In one, citizens are required to do hours of unpaid work to get benefits. And scores are docked for things like littering, a messy yard, gossip, even jaywalking. Video of offenders is shown on the local news. And information collectors like Joe I. Nee are paid to report on their neighbors. Her quota, 10 entries a month. Like the man who carried a drunk person home. A good deed, she says. Good social credit gets rewarded with perks like cheap loans and travel deals. But a bad score means public shame and worse. Huang Huijun lost a court case and didn't pay. Now he's on a government blacklist. I can't buy airplane or train tickets, he says, and the list goes on. Being discredited makes it hard to get a job or put kids in top schools. The social credit system will go nationwide next year, and few here are willing to criticize it, something that may pose a risk itself for a bad score and the life that comes with it. Janice Mackey Frayer. This is literally just the combination of, I think it's like season two. There's literally a social credit score thing, app on phones for people. And it, it, it's this exact thing, basically. And then it, it also sounds a lot like 1984. <laughs> and... Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe there's some positives to it. I, I'm not going to deny that, but man, that sounds crazy. And like I said, it's just the fact that it's on a, you know, this like black mirror is a, a new age futuristic sci-fi thing. That's what I mean. Sci-fi movies now at this point are way too believable whether it be that Sweet Tooth movie uh, series 
We're like, I'm like, okay, when, where's all these uh, hybrid animal people? They got to be coming out, right? And then there's also, I watched some other Black Mirror where there's like these robot dogs, which literally exist already now, that for some reason, they don't give you too much background about what's happening or what's going on in the world. But the robot dogs just go and kill people. And the other people are trying to survive because the robots have basically taken over so i know maybe i'm out there but we're headed that direction and like then regarding some some of my favorite favorite covid stuff in the world and speaking of robots i mean there's and sorry if you're on spotify right now i'm i'm like showing things on the on the screen, but there's, you know, there's so many robots now I've realized on Twitter that are just like copying and pasting and saying the same, like, um, like individual experience kind of things, but they're all literally word for word. Like there's one of them that's, you know, I just left the ER. We're officially being crushed by COVID-19 Delta variant is like much more, crazy than the original one 99% of the ICU is like full of unvaccinated people and they all and none of them had received it virtually all of them wish they had and it's from like three different accounts word for word the same thing and so like I don't know maybe it's uh maybe it's a coincidence maybe someone's just copying and pasting someone else but why would you do that? You know, what's the, what's the point of that? I mean, and at this point, they can just literally say anything about COVID. And the people who have bought in will just accept it. I mean, nothing makes sense. Nothing's made sense from day one if you, like, really think about things logically. They make sense if you think about things in a way of control and manipulation and fear they make perfect sense that way but if you're thinking logically from a health standpoint nothing what's happened has made any sense i mean at this point now like this is a headline that i saw this weekend on twitter said covid could be spread through flatulence Sources say officials have read credible-looking stuff on theory from other countries, including Australia. It's like, now we're saying COVID can be spread through farts? Like, soon it can be spread through your dreams. That's why I wear a mask to bed every day. But I just, it's, it's insane. It's so, I mean, so now what, you need to wear fucking double underwear? Like, what's the, how do we, what, the next invention's going to be an ass mask. <laughs> Although the, the dirty fucking masks that some people wear, they might as well put them around their ass after that. I mean, you see some people with the most dirty, wrinkly masks ever that they just dug from the fucking bottom of their backpack that you know they haven't washed. 
And you're like, yeah, that's healthy. That's for sure healthy right there. I mean, what? It's like it at this point, I think it's obvious, but with all the new variants and people who have get already fully vaccinated getting COVID and dying from it, even though they say no one who's been fully vaccinated has gotten it, but they have. Like at this point, this shit ain't going to go away. Like it's just too, it's too beneficial and it's too, what's the word I'm looking for when you can make money? Um, It's too, I got to get this word right. It's too profitable. And no, not for the average person, but that's not who's controlling this shit. For the average person, it's fucking them over. But what, the top 1% or whatever you want to call it, or billionaires, trillion. Like they've gone up in wealth by like 3 trillion over the last year and a half shit, two years now. And then that middle class has just slowly shrank. And so no, this, this shit is never going to go away. It's just getting wild to me. The amount that people have just gone into the fog and believe whatever. And I, you're, it's a free world supposedly and so you're allowed to do and think whatever you want but that's the kind of problem is a lot of people aren't doing what they want and a lot of people aren't thinking and so that's a bad combination it's just it doesn't make sense to me I I wish someone could explain this to me without any condescending tone or like thinking I'm crazy for it. But it's like, you know, they're saying that the people who have taken the vaccine can still spread it while also claiming those who don't take it are putting the ones who have taken it at risk like how does that how does that add up you know it's all the governments now are using the term like the pandemic of the unvaccinated now which isn't true like according to the actual numbers but if like we're gonna play that game that it's only unvaccinated people who are still getting COVID and still dying from it. And, but those people are the most selfish and irresponsible people, but they're the only ones getting it. Why would someone who's then vaccinated give a fuck, especially a very, uh, 
a person that's shaming that person because according to them being irresponsible and inconsiderate and a bad person that doesn't and selfish and not caring about anybody you then if if they die the world becomes a better place and then you can use those deaths to further fearmonger and fuel the fear porn industry to continually make this world fucking insane. So it's a win-win. I mean, there's literally people you hear about instances and see on, and I guess at media, you know, media is like, you got to take it with a grain of salt. But people say, you know, like, to anti-vaxxers and and again it's not even at this point an anti-vax thing like I don't consider myself that at all I don't have any desire to get this thing I'll let it play out for a few four or five years go live in the woods if I gotta keep talking to this camera hopefully I can stay in a place with a little electricity somewhere but it's not like I'm against vaccines at all like uh, it's just it's the fact you know people just have put complete trust into some of these organizations like the CDC like the who like the governments and just blindly followed them and blindly followed the scientists and the experts and it's like it's not, I, I, people just obviously don't know history, but it's like, it's somehow like all of a sudden right now, it's become the only time in history where like conspiracy theorists think like the government is leading people astray in terms for a profit or for ulterior motives one way or the other control. This has literally gone on forever, pretty much. I mean, date back to like the CDC used to tell people and recommend people that DDT, which is like a, a carcinogen, I think, for lack of, maybe I missed, that's uh, the wrong thing. Hold on, let me see what fucking DDT is. I had it in my mind before I got on this rant. What is DDT? A synthetic organic compound used in a sec insecticide, carcinogen, insecticide. That was the word I was thinking of. Yeah, they used to say, spray that shit in your house. It's okay. No, you're fine. Do it. It's good. I mean, doctors used to recommend cigarettes. And like people then just think scientists, all scientists, every scientist in the world. And I like, I like science, but the idea that we can't question it is not science. But people just think every scientist is like this robot that's perfect and has no other thoughts besides saving the planet and saving the world. And I'm sure a lot have that intention but they're still human at the end of the day. And humans at times can still be bribed. They can still be threatened. They can still be manipulated. 
they can still fall into the guise of egoism and wanting to get accolades for solving something and making something new and discovering something. There's an example. I'm going to pull out a book. That's how crazy I'm getting right now. Of the N-rays back in, this was a while ago. But this is just like a, an example of how insane science can be and how wrong it can be at times. And so, you know, these N-rays, I gotta find, I thought I had it marked, all right. So yeah, it was discovered by Rene Prosper Blondlot by accident while they were conducting research on X-rays. And it was like a, an unknown spark that would grow brighter when the rays pass by. Like dug deeper and then pretty soon, and this is in 1903, announced his discovery, all this stuff. Over the next few years, more than 300 papers would be published about the remarkable properties of N-rays by over 120 scientists. Says the N-rays demonstrated qualities that were certainly intriguing. They produced certain types of flames. They were produced by a certain type of flame, a heated sheet of iron in the sun. They were also produced by living things, by frogs, rabbits, bicep muscle, human brain. They could pass through metal and wood and be transmitted along a copper wire, but were blocked by water and rock salt. They could be stored in bricks. Unfortunately, not everybody was having quite as much success in producing and observing N-rays. Sorry if this is boring to you guys. After time and countless, countless things of many people observing it, they turned out to basically be an imaginary thing that people were thinking up on their own. And then once one person saw it, said, oh, we can do this thing. Oh, we got this thing. It's like, what the fuck? Same thing, very similar, is we used to have lead in gasoline. Even though history had known for thousands of years that lead led to a bunch of problems, especially in children. Health experts from day one said, ah, it's probably not a good idea to use this stuff. But they kind of like shushed them, bought them off. The craziest thing about it is instead of using lead, they could have just used ethanol, which is like what a lot of gas uses now. But at the time of doing it, ethanol was really cheap and easy to produce and unpatentable. AKA you couldn't make a profit from it because a lot of people could do it. And so they went with lead for like a decade. Maybe my dates are a little bit off here, but they went with lead in for a decade and who knows what overall, like that fucked people up in the long run. So I just, I, I get into a couple of those conspiracies that are totally true to just say like, we haven't advanced that much since then. We're still pretty fucking stupid. And 
ego in humans, like that's only, you know, a hundred years ago, 50 to a hundred years ago. If anything, this phone has made us dumber at times because now people don't look things up. People just hear one thing and, and that's it. That's why I was so happy to pull out a book. But no, I mean, all this shit, the lockdowns, man, they're going to come back in places that don't have freedom built into their lives. That's why, shit, Finland's a great place to be. Lockdowns aren't going to happen here. You know, maybe some alternative, a little restriction here or there, but it ain't going to be a full lockdown like, I mean, Australia right now. Look up what's happening in Australia. I got a video here. We'll play the video. So the police line has been broken behind me. The chart, the crowd charged through. Melbourne, Victoria is back in business. We thought maybe the police threats, as we've had the last few. We beat the police. That's it. There we go. The, the crowd says they beat the police. They were unable, overwhelmed. The crowd overwhelmed the police line. And now they are marching on. Major protests. There's been like hundreds of cases, which maybe sounds like a lot to a lot of people, but that's hardly anything. There's been a few deaths, all of people like over 75 or 80, and then they're just locking shit down again. And everyone, everyone who like doesn't know anything, like Australia handles it so well. It didn't exist there because they went into this and that, 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 that. Like, no, I had a buddy who lived in Australia who got denied three times just to leave Australia. The American guy trying to leave. They wouldn't let him leave. He wasn't going to come back. I mean, talk about some madness. You know, and then other stuff that just doesn't get put in the news, fucking vaccine passports. I'm telling you, if that happens, you can kiss life, normal life, as you knew it, goodbye. Because that's just this one step towards the next thing. And so, like I said, until, until people truly stand up, this shit's going to continue. And I, to keep it real with you... I'm hoping it doesn't, but I'm afraid it will. And so, in a way, again, I'm grateful for it because it's made me think like, yo, what do I really want to do? And I implore you to think that too. Like, what do I really want to do in this life? Do I want to work that job that might, do I want to go live here? Do I want to go try to travel there? Do I want to go see this? <coughs> You might not be able to do that shit in 30 years. Read 1984. China's already start starting to get there. If you fuck up in China, you ain't leaving. Ever. You're stuck. Shit, I mean, I've heard about people in China. I mean, they can just like randomly drug test you on the streets. Anybody. And there's... Rumors and stories of people who fail tests just disappear. I mean, 
I know maybe it sounds incredibly extreme to like compare some of this stuff that's happening to a China or like North Korea or even going back to like, you know, like a World War II Star of David type of comparisons. Like, yeah, it might sound crazy, but it would have sounded crazy in 1940 if you would have said to somebody, this Star of David is the start to a concentration camp. That would have sounded insane then. And everyone would have, ah, And so maybe it would never, but it's cliche because it's true, but history repeats itself. And we don't do a very good job nowadays of keeping up on things. And like now with censorship and all those kinds of things. I mean, when I Googled the CDC recommending DDT thing, it comes up and says like fact checks, fact check, mostly false. You have to actually click on it, go into it. And the reason it was mostly false is because then the claim that was made is like that the CDC recommended heroin and this and that and DDT and all these things. And like all these, like a few of them weren't true, but that was the top thing that showed up when I just said CDC and DDT. Not OPP, yeah, you know me. <laughs> and so if if I just took that without any investigation, I had to read five minutes in. I'd have just said, Oh, that was that's that's conspiracy. And so it's I don't know. Hmm. Well, we went a little bit different route this time. Oh, but yeah, shit. I got to go to practice. Five minutes. I had five minutes more, but I just got the text that I got to leave. Maybe I'll finish something up after practice. If not, hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit different than normal. Peace and much love. Holla.